Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 Media Wave Radio Pulpit. We trust the Lord is doing you good, blessing in a mighty way. I'm talking to CTWD. Greetings to you, Sipati. Welcome to the show. Greetings to you, Pastor Ray. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you're well. I'm great, thank you. That's good. That's good. We are actually talking about unequal parenting. And uh, much at the times, many people don't look into this, but... Uh, kids are the greatest witnesses to this aspect of mm. unequal parenting. There are parents who basically don't parent quite well, even though they are there with the children. Um, uh, and I'm saying parents, which means fathers or mothers. There are parents who parent quite well. And they even go overboard to actually parent the other aspect uh, of parenting, which is not supposed to be, you know, and uh, end up being burned out, burdened, unhappy. And this can also bring a massive imbalance in the family. There are also reasons someone has written to me and said, but there are reasons for uh, uh, one of the parents to be absent and uh, these reasons could be legal um, uh, she or he has not won custody of the kid they have visitation rights with the lockdown they can't visit you know and uh, they said look we, we, I've been staying a year without seeing my kid and he's hanging out with uh, his dad, and it's been a year. And the only time that she uh, hooks up with a kid is via, you know, Zoom, you know, and um, says, but for a limited time. And I am told, but you have visitation rights, but how can I go there if there are so many restrictions? Now, Another one says, look, I don't parent quite well because I'm overburdened with my career. I'm looking into my career. And then they said, but this career is working out for the family. <laughs> that does not give you an excuse to be a lousy parent, you know, um, to be what they refer to as an absent father. You know, um, you still have to play your role. As stipulated by the word of God, the word of God says it is irrevocable duty, you know, uh, of every parent to teach their children in the ways of the father. And now much of the times we find that, and as I argued earlier on, that it is mostly teachers who are doing the parenting. And that's why kids are becoming so strange. Because the people who are actually planting into their lives more than their parents could ever even imagine are the teachers. And if these teachers have bent uh, philosophies, you know, awkward lifestyles, life views, you know, they come drunk um, uh, at work and all those kinds of things and stuff. What do you expect your kid to become? And these two start to blame one another of the inequality of parenting, whereas they are both lousy parents. And much of the times there is no speaking, you know, with regards to, look, here is your role biblically. 
And here is my role biblically. And this is what we put in together. And this is what is supposed to come out. You know, um, it's never looked into that. There are very few people. I wish if the phones were open now that we can say, call in and tell us if you had ever sat down with your spouse and you had looked looked into the word to look into your roles and her roles or your roles and his roles, biblically. Now we don't see that. (laughs) Quite sad. See, party, what comes to mind? True. Um, It is quite sad, Pastor Ray. Um, But I want to emphasize that parenting is the most important role um, you know, that we can um, fulfill as parents in our children's lives. However, you've mentioned that some people are saying there's a number of reasons why, you know, certain parents are not able to be involved actively in the lives of their children. And that has led, as you said, to children being parented by teachers or the media or social media or just by outside influences. And that on its own has led to so many things that we see happening in our country today, you know. Um, What we need to understand as parents, first and foremost, our responsibility is to teach our children good morals and values, you know. Our role is also to provide our children with basic needs. Our role is to provide our children with a safe environment, We need to teach our children mutual respect. And also, the Word of God also says that our role is to provide discipline, which is effective in our children's life. We need to involve ourselves in our children's education. And most importantly, we need to get to know our children. You know, as children go into different phases in their lives, they tend to be, you know, um, they tend to confide in their friends um, more than our their own parents, but it is our duty to make sure that we create an environment that is safe for them to be able to come to us when they have problems. Actually, a good parent is one who is able to sense before the child even says anything that there is a problem. Mm. Now, we hear much of the times uh, unequal parenting has a stereotype. And that stereotype is bent towards men because, and there are good reasons, uh, because most men, and, and it looks like a syndrome, and it's a spiritual thing, I tell you. Most men basically are not found in the lives of their children. Now, let me tell you. Many men are found in the lives of their stepchildren. And this is the mess that the devil does. You find a person has their own kids, but they got married to someone else with other kids. Mm. They become this available father there, and he leaves broken kids. You know, uh, I was a broken son for quite a long time, and it drove me to the streets. Mm. You know, um, uh, it would even make me boil when I would see my father becoming a father to three stepchildren, giving them his surname and not me. You understand? Having a house and living happily, and I'm in the streets. 
we see that much of the times. And men need to be, you know, um, told with regards to that. To say, look, pull up your socks. We see that, don't we? See, party. We, we do, Pastor. In most cases, not always, though, but in most cases, we find that the biggest problem that is happening today is that we have children outside of marriage, number one, and we have children before we get to a level where we, we really know this person and are able to commit to them on a, on a long-term basis. And as we're trying to learn one another, there's already a child on the way, and we get to a point where we feel, okay, so maybe we are not for each other. But the unfortunate thing here is that um, whatever decisions and choices that we make are choices that will affect the child negatively. Because when one decides that this is not the one, the person for me, they move on to the next person easily without taking into consideration that the child that is on the way needs to be born into a family structure that has both parents present. So that's what we see happening a lot, especially with our young people. We we get we meet people, um, we rush into things that we're not supposed to be rushing into, and those things lead to children being born outside of marriage, children being born or having children with people we hardly know. You know, um, I was having a conversation with someone the other day to say, you know, these days um, relationships are so strange because you get a high from someone on on inbox, and when you respond, automatically um, the person assumes that you are you like them and you're in a relationship with them. What? That's how fast things are going. You know, the moment you respond nicely or with a heart or with a you know those emojis that they use, that's a signed deal. There's a relationship, and so if you, I mean, if that's how it happens, so you can imagine how things go so quickly to such an extent that we move on to things before getting to learn one another and that automatically has led to children without fathers today or even children that have been abandoned by their mothers or children that are being raised by angry mothers because they have this guy who promised them heaven and earth and when the child um, came they ran for their lives and are now marrying someone else and arranging someone else's children. Yeah, when we come back, let's look at some moments of unequal parenting. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on Shop. T's and C's apply. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. 
Become active. Active in faith. 657 AM. 657 AM. Welcome back. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit. I am talking to Sipati Tabudi. And uh, yeah, we're looking into the issue of unequal parenting. And I can tell you, uh, everyone has their own views on this. And I want to encourage that. Uh, that the perspective that everyone knows about unequal parenting is not necessarily like mine. I have done quite a lot of research, you know, with regards to these things um, uh, and added to my experience. Uh, with me, my father wasn't there. My grandmother was there until I was about 10 or 11. My mother was never there. So, um, when I become oblivious, when someone says, yeah, yeah, but with me, it's not the same experience. And I know I'm not the only one. Mm. And, and there are those who have been raised by their fathers, man. Uh, and mothers were absent, you know. Mm. Uh, and there are those who have been raised by their mothers. And, and as I said, in most cases, and fathers were not there. One of the things... Um, that had led to much of these things was the ease with which a man could deny a pregnancy. Mm. Yeah, I had and there were many cases like that. I grew up with friends who have done that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, 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 who have done that. And one of them, but they've done that. They don't support, they don't play a role, they do nothing. That, that leads to, that's a moment of unequal parenting. Mm-hmm. Another aspect of unequal parenting is the strata, which had been designed and and this has been designed for quite some time and uh, uh, as times go on I would provide the research with regards to this I've come to realize that in the past 20 years men have been hard hit uh, and they are being reduced I think I think you know this is to balance the issue and I'm not trying to step on the toes of feminism yeah, yeah I love them you know, now, the, the thing is, uh, many men are losing what they had had as a security, and a protected security of jobs, influence, economic rights. All those things have been made for them to come in and stuff. And uh, there came a new move in the 60s. Well, Sipati was not born then. In the 60s, there came a new move. And, and, and that move went for equal rights and justice. And, and women came into the fall with regards to that. And, and they started to, to climb up. There are women who started to climb up. I can count quite, quite a lot, you know, uh, who started to climb up the strata. And were not necessarily required to think like a man. But they climbed up. They became presidents. They became, you know, uh, leaders of, of world banks, you know, and all those kinds of things and stuff. 
and and um but when it comes to parenting since now women had become career orientated they became challenged and then there was this new aspect that has been brought on of the concept of a person known as auntie I don't know if you know a auntie. Do you know a auntie? Mm. Yeah? Yes. That, 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 a babysitter. The house slave. Mm. Yes, yes. That's a house slave. Someone mm. who cleans after you. I don't know why don't you clean for yourself. But now, you, and, and that person had been brought in. Now, to say they must come take care of the kids and all those kind of things, cook for them and, and what and what and what. And before you realize it, your kids speak sipedi. <laughs> <laughs> and all those kind of you are Zulu. Now, uh, that also had contributed to what we call unequal parenting, where both parents, even though they stay together, the kid is raised at the crutch, the uh, aftercare center, and all those kinds of things and stuff. And the parents only stay with them when they do homework. In that two hours, she comes tired from work. He comes tired from work. By nine o'clock, they are dozing. They are sleeping, you know. And and that is also another moment. What comes to mind? Sure. And you know, some. Uh, I mean, it, it's for those who are very fortunate to even have their parents help them with homework. Per mm. day, you know, um, we're living in the times where um, we we put ourselves under so much pressure as parents to measure up with other people where we have neglected the role of parenting and we have taken up the role of you know building our careers so much so that anything and everything else comes second including our families including our children you know you mentioned the issue of auntie where we invite a stranger into our home to take up the role that we should be taking up Simply because, oh, this is how we justify it. I need to work. I need to pay the bills. I need to, my kids need to go to school and all of those things. Um, And that's how we justify it. And in our minds, we think that that is what parenting is. Mm. We think that supplying our children with the most expensive designer clothes or shoes is parenting. parenting. We think that. Yeah, we think that supplying our children with the most expensive cell phone or computer games or PlayStations, you name it, is parenting. Um, I'm reminded now of some of the counseling sessions we would have between a parent, this is in most cases between a single mother and a child who's troublesome. Mm. And in most cases you will hear the mother saying, but I do everything for you. Yeah. Meaning that I buy you what you want. Shame I drop everything right. when you want me to drive you to your friend. Uh, I I have auntie cleaning up to, after you. Um, you know, I provide. I give you, you everything. Yeah, man. You know, I replace your toys when they get broken. Mm. I invite and or I welcome all the friends that you bring into our home without question. And those are a recipe for disaster, Pastor You know, and the response that these children give us when they hear their parents saying that. It's always the same. They say, you never have time for me. And that is so painful mm. for a child who has every material thing to say, but mom, I don't even, I hardly see you. Yes. You are never there for me. Mm. And that's why, that's what our children are crying for. 
And unless we attend to that cry, we will continue to have 10-year-olds having children. We will continue having our rehabilitation, drug rehabilitation centers fully booked. We will continue to have alcohol and drug abuse um, within teenagers and young people. And this is because they are trying to close that void mm. of not knowing where or what their place is in their parents' life. Mm. You know, you've just touched it there. The, the aspect to say um, there is a misconception about mm. what parenting is. And uh, much of the times, the cause of uh, unequal parenting is exactly that. The misconception of what parenting is. I know of a kid who wrote the suicide note. And after she had died, the dad realized. Uh, the kid said, look, thank you for everything you have done for me. Thank you. Thank you for the house in the suburbs. Thank you for taking me to school on one of the rides that my friends say, wow, this is cool. Thank you. I needed you. I needed you. And, and many kids are crying for that. And it takes me back to my years as a small boy. And how I needed my father. And, and, and I love him so much, man. There's, there's no beef. Uh, mm. As he passed on, we were, we were cool. But um, I had said to myself, should I have a child? This is not what they should experience, mm. you know. Um, this is not what they should, <laughs> they should have, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, when we come back, let's look at some of the effects when unequal parenting persists. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp zero six seven four two nine seven five. Six, four. Or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp, and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. 657 AM. I'm talking to Sipati Tabudi, and here we are, touching the base of unequal parenting. And like I said, this is a very open topic. Um, You might not necessarily agree with some of the things we are saying about unequal parenting. And then others, you you will see others have experienced quite a lot of abuse when it comes to this. 
in that you were left with kids to raise on your own. And these kids, when they grow up, they tell you, I want to be with my father. That's painful. Or I want to be with my mom. It's painful. You've been doing everything you could. And um, some of us do not have the slightest idea as to what parenting is. And it is, we have a slight picture of how we saw our parents with their non-affection kind of feeling, you know. Uh, there are people who have never hugged their parents because uh, it's just like that. Someone who has never hugged his own father, his own mother, you know. Uh, they've never kissed their mother and all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are dead, you know, um, uh, because that's how parents were raised, and then they they bring this to their to the cluster of the new setting. And now these who are born in the new setting, even though that they are improving things, but they still take other things. Lack of intimacy still goes on, being closed, and all those kinds of things. They still happen. It's a bit of a problem that we've seen. And because there's unequal parenting, it will affect the children. The development of children will also be uneven. You know, um, I was talking to one man who is very educated. He runs a very sophisticated school. And then he says, you know, academia is not the only aspect that you should raise or you should run a school with but you should bring in other aspects, the aesthetic aspect, the appreciation of beauty, you know, mm. uh, sports, physics. Uh, you should bring about play, discourse, um, uh, the, the, the psychology of understanding how people are interpreting their days. And it says then this would help, you know, to bring a balanced kid. Now, you find that you're coming from a family where you're told, you are going to become a doctor, finish and clear. <laughs> you know, you were sent to school with all those tin stuff. You know what's a tin stuff, Muslim? You sent with those tin stuff, fish, tin fish, tin, <laughs> and all those things. Now, it's a bit of a problem, you know, uh, that... Kids identify with what they had learned in schools from teachers than what they learned from their own parents. And actually, others don't even have conversations with their parents. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. How are you doing? How was your day? Fine. But with teachers, they talk all these things. Things that you never even thought they They even talk about sex. Hmm. Things that they don't talk. You see... That is an equal parenting. Your kids become strangers to you. It's a big problem, see, but Absolutely, absolutely, Sister. You know, um, on the issue of the teachers, I just want to make a comment on that because we work a lot with the schools. Um, and, you know, the biggest complaint that we would receive from parents is that, I mean, from teachers is that the parents are just not involved in their children's lives. Mm. Um, they're not interested in their education. You call them in for a meeting or for an issue that you've picked up in their child, they're just never available, you know? So that is that creates a, a, a very um, unequal parenting or rather an imbalance in a child's life where the only voice of a parent that they hear is of a teacher. And unfortunately, not every 
teacher is born again. Not every mm. teacher understands that they need to speak life into the children's life. And you will find those type of teachers who will just destroy our children with the words that they speak. Mm. And that's the reality that we see on a daily basis in our schools. So if parents don't step up and become the parents in the lives of their children, what it basically leads to is they become unapproachable parents. So there is that you know, gap between the parent and the child. We, when the child has a problem, they would rather go to a friend to discuss the problem with instead of their own parent because there is just they they just don't have that kind of relationship where you know the environment allows for them to have open discussions or you know confide in me because I'm your parent and this is as a result of parents not spending quality time with their children mm, you know um, and you'll be amazed at how children appreciate your presence more than your presence mm. which is the gift that you bring to try and close that gap you know so if yeah. we could take it upon ourselves to really understand that the one and most important role that we have as parents is to to be the, the parent that every child needs, which is a parent that are, that um, spends time with their children, mm. a parent that provides basic needs for their children, a parent that teaches by example also, you know, um, good morals and good values, um, a parent, you know, that disciplines a child, you know, because, you know, today, because of the laws of the country, we know that we are told that you cannot um, punish a child or hit a child, etc. Um, so we find that um, our children feel that they know their rights. Therefore, there is nothing that you can do to them. Mm, but a wise mm. parent is one who understands what the Word of God expects of them. You know the Word of God in Proverbs 29, it says the rod of correction imparts wisdom. And if we want to raise wise adults, then we need to follow what the Word of God says. Mm, absolutely. We need to follow what the Word of the Father says with regards to things. Now, uh, sometimes we also see, uh, and this needs to be put across there, uh, as effects of unequal parenting. We also see kids becoming divided. Mm. The other one will stick to the mom the other one will stick to the dead. An enmity between siblings brews. Mm-hmm. And when these parents are all gone, they don't want to have anything to do with one another because they have been affiliates of opposing sides. Have you ever heard someone who is referring to their own mother when they talk to their siblings, to the siblings and says, yeah, that's your mother. Your mother said, <laughs> but it's both your mothers. It's both yeah. your mother, your father's, it's both your father. It's because there has been some unevenness. Yeah. And that had taken place and brought about a schism that may last a lifetime on the ones that are remaining. And also their children will adapt to that. They will see visit mm. Yeah. So 
those cousins that you never visit, you see them when it's a funeral or a wedding. Mm. It's because there was, some, there was something uneven somewhere. If you check on the tree, you would see. You go and follow the family tree, you will see. We must be careful. When we come back, the final thought. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit is a family radio station committed to biblical values. For this reason, we have signed a code of conduct with the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Under the code, Radio Pulpit is committed to giving news that is accurate, comments that are fair, and programming that is not offensive, obscene, or harmful. If you feel that Radio Pulpit is not living up to that code, we encourage you to direct your complaint in writing to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa, P.O. Box 412-365, Craig Hall 2024, or send a fax to 011-787-0280, or email to bccsa at nabsa.co.za. The Broadcasting Complaints Commission is also obtainable on their website, www.bccsa.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. 657 AM, radio for believers in action. Coming to the final part, 657 Medium Wave, it's important that there should be a balance. And parents, it's important that there should be parents parenting seminars that take place. We can't go on and guess trip, you know, uh, things. We, we, no, we can't go on and do that. We, we can't be doing that. Um, and, and life is precious that you can leave it to chance. Um, those who grew up and say, oh, no, we grew up in that environment. Look, nothing happened to us. Look closer. You'd see there's some damage. There's no way that the damage would not happen. So much of the times we find that there is no looking properly in terms of this, and that's a big problem that we see. And we need to, to really work on this and do parenting seminars. They are very important. If these are not done, uh, it's a big problem. We need to have parenting seminars. And these seminars um, should be done time and again. You know, uh, instead of just having, you know, people who would be talking things that we don't understand, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. so so we really need, you know, uh, people who have had experiences like this and have dealt with this. But also uh, parents who, who have uh, found a way, research that has been done to help others. And... Parents, if there needs to be a time where you really need to pay, we know you give kids 500 rands, 600 rands to go to a mall so that you can stick around your boyfriend or your girlfriend. And you, you, you thrust them into a mall. On Saturday, the mall is their parent. Mm. Um, you can take that 500 rand and, and then we, we do a seminar. We book a place. We do a seminar. And we talk about these things. And many parents mean very well. They mean well, you know, mm. with the monies they spend and what and what. That's the best that they know. They are doing the best that they can. And that should be acknowledged. Mm. 
and uh, at the same time they should be shown which is the correct way according to the word of the father it's very important to look into that absolutely i think we need to be careful of thinking that certain damage will be or all damage will be visible to the naked eye Mm. Now, a child that is from an imbalanced um, family setup will have some challenges. Some of them might not be visible. Some scars may not be visible. Um, some scars, some people are able to, to hide very well. But there is always a challenge that that child will have in their life. Mm. And some, unfortunately, are not able to, to work at it. Um, they carry it into their adult life, mm. and thus it affects every other area of their, of life. their lives. You know, so mm. we tend to think or to judge um, material things and successes as, no, she turned out okay, even when, you know, she, the father was not there or the mother was not there. Mm. But I can guarantee you that if you were to dig deep, you will find that there is something that they struggled with or are struggling with. Now, with that being said, you know, um, it is never um, too late and nothing is impossible with God. Now, I want to just address the children who found themselves in such situations and there's not much that they can do about it, you know. Um, I think in a situation like that, um, ask God to open up your eyes to a parent in the church that you go to that can try and close that gap or try and play that role in your life, mm. you know. I think that as children of God who are filled with the Word of God um, should be in a position to, you know, reflect God's love in, you know, the children who are in need of parents or who do not have parents yeah. present in their life, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. that, that We should make that our responsibility. We cannot turn a blind eye on all the children that are in our churches that do not have fathers or mothers and think that, you know, it will work itself out. No, it doesn't. It needs us to be actively involved and see what gaps we can play. You mentioned the issue of seminars. That's very important, and we tend to overlook such things, Pastor, where we gather together and learn from one another and dig into the Scripture and see how we can navigate this and how we can try and close certain gaps that we find ourselves in or that our children find ourselves in. Mm. It's very important that we should uh, look into these things because if we don't, uh, there's, a, there's a bit of a problem. We, we really need to, to check ourselves as to whether we are standing right and uh, standing firm. You know, I have mm -hmm. seen uh, families that turn around, you know, uh, that turn around in such a way that uh, people basically had gone to an extent of loving, you know, one another, parents who, because they made an adjustment, you know, they made an adjustment. Uh, and it helps a lot uh, to look into that, you know. And uh, of course, if they don't, there, seem, there will be a problem. But um, mm. this can be solved when there is still time. Uh, this mm. can be solved. This can be worked on. What do you say? We have 30 seconds. What's, what say you? 
Absolutely. If this is not attended to, we will basically see a vicious cycle. Um, this problem moving from one generation to the next, mm. to the next, you know. Um, and unless we stand up now and say we will do something about it, we will put an end to this, we will see it happening for the next generations to come. And that is not a good sight to see. There, mm-hmm. there is something that we can do now. There is something that we can do today. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Let things work out. Let things work well. Sipati, thank you so much. We really appreciate the time. Thank you so much for having me, Pastor Thank you. And how do people connect with you? Um, my email address is sipati, I'm sorry, it's sipati at mishakwdfoundation.org. Mm. And I'm also on Facebook. My Facebook name is Sipati Tabu. Aha, wow. Thank you so much. And of course, we talk again the coming week. Much blessings to you. Absolutely. Blessings to you too, Pastor. Thank you so much. All right, then. That is Sipati Tabudi, and uh, of course, we touch base with her again next week. Coming up next, we are going to be touching base with Stembile Sarame. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564. Or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. Do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Pulpit, Radio Pulpit website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopulpit.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.